Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Moran Park. <laughs> We're glad you're here. My name's Carol. I'm an elder here. So if you have anything you want to talk about, hit me up, okay? <laughs> um, so you're here on a Connection Sunday, and we're so glad you are. Um, this is a practice, this Connection Sunday is something that we've adopted periodically. Um, and we were in a regular cycle in the past, but when we started to get into where we're going to be able to do more regular teaching, we, the elders and the Connection team, all felt like this is something we really value and really enjoy. So we kept this into, into our family life here at Moran Park. So what it is is we usually have a topic of some kind that we are thinking about and we, we think about it for ourselves, but we also then gather in small groups, share with each other, and, and then sometimes share with the whole family, the whole congregation. So we're going to do that today, and what we're going to do is take the time to reflect. We're in this series on the Gospel of Matthew, so we're going to take time to reflect on what we've been learning so far in Matthew. But before we do that, I have a few announcements, and let's hope my voice holds out for the whole shebang. <laughs> um, if you are able, uh, please consider helping in the children's ministry. Um, we have two rooms, a baby's room and then like a pre, kind of a preschool room, and we like to have at least two people in each room, and then we need a host, and we need a um, check-in person. So each week needs six people to run, and the parents are all engaged in it, but if there's any families or people here who, you know, have the energy at, that don't have small kids, if you would consider also jumping in from time to time, you can get with me or Abby. I don't know if Abby's downstairs or here today. Uh, Abby Seitzma is spearheaded. She's downstairs. So um, we can get you connected to get the sign-up sheet where you can go and see. You can learn more about it. And, of course, Abby can give you more details as well. But please pray about that. Consider participating. It's not, like, super often, but... Um, it's a great way also to engage multi-generationally with this body. Um, then the next announcement is simply um, next Sunday night, uh, November 6th, we are going to be hosting something called Pole Prep. This is something that Daniel and Amelia organized for the last big election, and it went really, really well. Um, it's a um, different members of the body sign up to research a particular issue or candidate, present an unbiased, this is what this person stands for, or this is what this proposal is about. The people that are for it say this, the people that are against it say this. Just a real basic, factual um, description of what's, what's out there for us. And then um, that helps inform us, oh, guys, you can sit down. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just like talking. I'm standing up, so. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, anyway, Daniel and Amelia have stepped up again to host this thing. And um, I found it really helpful last time just to get information on all the different, you know, candidates and issues. And then um, I could make an informed decision. 
but I didn't have to research every single last one of them because other people were doing the homework for me. So if that sounds like something for you, like, I don't want to do all this all by myself, let's do it together. Um, so it's next Sunday night. If you are interested in doing the research on, you know, a particular candidate or issue, get with me and I'll connect you, I'll get you the, the place where you can sign up. And all we're asking is that if you put your name on that line that you want to do that, that you show up prepared and that you, not, that you do it in an unbiased way. This is an important election. Even though it's like a midterm election, you might be tempted to say, oh, um, I'll let this one slip by, but there are actually some really important issues on this ballot. So we really want to encourage you to be citizens, like <laughs> citizens, godly citizens. So do the voting thing and, um, and be prepared. Uh, tentatively 6.30, if something changes, we'll let you know. But uh, yeah. I'd really, really encourage you to come and, of course, prepare yourself and vote. Okay. With that said, um, now is our time of connection. So, again, our team, with the encouragement of the elders, said, let's take a Selah moment. We've gotten this far in Matthew. Uh, next week, we start the Sermon on the Mount. So this is kind of like a neat, um, not a breaking point, but a transition point. Where from action and the, in, the like introduction of Jesus to his teaching, first major teaching, we're heading into, it's a good moment to stop, to pause, to think. That's what the Selah moment would be. So, um, oopsie, I was going to say, you received a little sheet when you came in, but we didn't get to that. Can I say something before you introduce him to you? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So what we're going to do, so this little sheet is just like a recap of the different um, messages we've had so far and also who preached them because for me, sometimes I can connect ideas better with who said it, you know, like the person. So I have the person there too. And then, so it'll help you just to reflect back on the different messages you've heard. Um, ask yourself, the, we're going to take a few minutes on our own. Ask yourself the questions like, you know, what did I learn uh, what did I apply? Did I go away? Like uh, Chris, the other weeks, uh, one of the applications was to memorize scripture. Like, did you try memorizing scripture? Did it have an impact on you? Like, that kind of thing. Think through, maybe, what, um, what you learned and applied. And then, we're, after a few minutes, we're going to gather in groups of, like, five to six people. And um, we encourage you... Like to, if you've got little kids, obviously you can keep them with you. But if you've got big kids that are comfortable, split up everybody so you can get to know new people. And, um, and then we'll, you can discuss, each share what you learned. And hopefully amongst each group, maybe there'd be somebody who would like to share with the larger group so we can all be encouraged by what's going on in our body. Need some more? Uh, he's... They're still going around. So we'll, So you need some over in the cafe? Awesome. And then you wanted to say something. Yeah, can I say something for you? Yeah, go ahead. Totally. Totally. Before they, okay. 
Uh, hi, my name's Jeff. I'm in the connection team. Uh, so I feel pretty confident as a public speaker when I'm prepared. When I spontaneously walk up like this, I feel a lot less prepared. So we'll. Um, but as we're just as we were talking about this beforehand, we were praying for the uh, service, right? Like what God is doing, and uh, I was reflecting upon the last three weeks, and specifically these sermons we're gonna we're gonna talk about. And there was this one, the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness. They've all hit me in unique ways, but. The, the line that has been going through my mind constantly the last few weeks is something to the effect of this is a test. And Chris talked about the, uh, the Egyptians, or not the Egyptians, the Israelites, right? How that 40-year journey should have been a lot shorter than that, but they didn't do what they were supposed to do. And for Jesus, he passed that test. And so I had three times, or two times in the last few weeks where one time, it was one of these like brutal nights of sleep where you're just... Uh, yeah, God is just putting something upon your heart, and, and you can't sleep. And then I woke up the next morning, and God said, text this person and, and have, them, have them pray for you. And it's one of those things I normally try to, like, shake off because it's, like, awkward and uncomfortable. But it was, it was like, immediately after I woke up, after, like, two hours of sleep or something like that, I texted a friend, and, and he prayed for me, and it was just absolutely— the next day, I was hoping he would put it off a little bit, but he said, no, we're going to have you come in, like, right now, and I'm going to pray for you. And actually, it was a few hours later. And it was just so beautiful, and it has just led to this, this three-week stretch of just feeling, feeling the presence of Jesus uh, most of the time. So that was the first time where I felt like God was saying pretty overtly, this is a test. And then there was a time earlier this week where I was, I was working out, and— I, was, uh, I feel like I was wrestling with God over the course of the, the workout of how I use my time. And God, uh, God said, I want you to, because, so I have, a, I, have a, I have a business, right? I have a counseling business, and I wrestle with how I manage my time and, uh, and utilize it both to work the business, but also to honor God. And God just said very specifically, you are to give this hour for, for this person. And I felt like uh, I, was, I was giving God counterpoints in the gym, and God was just firing me back at me, and he says, and he said clearly, this is a test, right? And so since that point, since uh, I don't think it's surprising that this has been uh, a very, as, as I've honored God with both, uh, with, with different facets of life, both like personal, relational, and with the, the business aspect of it, God has shown up in, in very, very unique ways, and that'd be a longer story, but all that to say is, as we're going into this process, uh, as you all are reflecting upon these questions, uh, what, for me, the thing was, this is a test that really stood with me. What was the thing that stood with you? What has God been putting upon your heart as we ask these questions? What do you remember about the sermons? Any new ideas? Any applications or outcomes? Any, un any unanswered questions? And really, just what God has been speaking to you? So, Carol, what were you saying for the three to five minutes? Give them three to five minutes to break into groups. Okay, awesome. We're going to take three to five minutes for you all to think about these questions, and then we'll break into groups. All right, here we go. So, uh... Here's what we're going to do, and we're going to split up into groups of about four to six people. I think that's the number we normally do, right? Four to six people, and 
as, he, as Carol said, the temptation for us is to be with people that we feel most comfortable with. I think this exercise is enhanced in beauty as we are with people that we are, don't talk to on a regular basis. And so I encourage people in the family to not be in the same group as those in their same family. And I get that this is awkward, right? Like, I get that this is a time where people are suddenly like, I, I thought I had to go to the bathroom, and, and I, I do, in fact, have to go to the bathroom. So I can't stress that this, is, this matters so much. Like, this is our practice for going out into the world and sharing things that matter, right? We're talking about spiritual things that matter, and, if, and we want to practice it in this environment. This is a safe environment, right? And so for... Uh, for introverts, this pushes you. I get it. I get that this is hard, but it's, it's a beautiful thing. So right now we're going to split up into groups of four to six people. Uh, we're going to take, uh, give folks a chance to share. I think we're going to take about 20 minutes for this. And uh, so please split up and we'll go from there. All right, here we go. Let's rock. So... We want to we wanna hear what God's doing in you and through you. This is our belief that the Holy Spirit is speaking through all people, right? The Holy Spirit doesn't speak just through a, a distinct few who God has given the word to, right? The Holy Spirit's speaking with us all the time, right? And so uh, do we have volunteers that would be willing to share some of the things that were talked about in your group or specifically with you? Wait for it. So, do you want, you want to say something? All right, Peggy's going to talk. Peggy's going to start us off. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, our whole group just really, um, it was just really cool because I think a lot of us are going through some of the same things and we've really... Um, been touched um, <laughs> and um, uh, I think for for me personally like what, one of the things that we were talking about is just uh, culture by faith versus culture by the word and um, and just the things that we have been able to um, seek the Lord and be like is this you or is this because I've been told this my whole life and um, and specifically for me, I, um, I just like the whole purity mo movement that happened and just the, the shame that I think I put on my kids in case they ever did. I actually had one time that I said to my, when my daughter turned 20, and I was like, yeah, you made it through without a teenage pregnancy. I mean, who says that to their daughter? I do, apparently. But um, but just the <laughs> but just the whole, you know, just the shame that I put on her for things that were not biblical, and um, and yeah, just I think there are just a lot of things that we're all learning that are, um, you know, things that we learn by culture. Thank you, appreciate it. Anything from you guys back there? I know you had conversations in depth. Don't want to put you. Well, I kind of do want to put you on the spot. So. A um, couple things, I think. Uh, Trisha mentioned the sermon about the gene genealogy of Jesus and just uh, that there is messy people, broken people um, in that genealogy. 
and just how God does not shy away from that, using people like that. And even the, maybe the subtleness we can feel of God distancing himself when we're broken, when we mess up um, in our ugly sin, when it's just clear it's the opposite. He just wants us to run to him in that brokenness um, and even use us through that brokenness and, and bring life and even he brought his son through that brokenness. So just some of the truths of that. And then uh, we were only here for the last sermon and I just remember walking away reminded that the good news is Jesus, the person of Jesus, all that he's done, all he's doing, and all he will do when he comes back. And uh, yeah, I just found myself um, just going to Jesus and sweet times, fun times, thanking him, enjoying him, not feeling this pressure of, oh, I haven't had enough time reading my Bible or being intentionally praying, but just coming to Jesus through the day, playing with Silas, just enjoying him and the person he is and the good news he is. Man, my favorite part about Connection Sunday is when people who probably didn't walk into church thinking, hey, I'm going to get the mic today, share something so beautiful. And I'm like, yes, yes, this is so great. The Holy Spirit is awesome. Uh, other people, something to share. There were actually two things that, okay. <laughs> there were actually two things that I had really stuck out with the sermons we've met we've heard and one is when they talked about uh, belonging everyone longs to belong and I asked my Heavenly Father when is the last time I really felt I belong and the answer is I never have and he really showed me that when we know we belong to him the rest doesn't really matter and, and the other thing was um, when he talked about feelings last week, um, God at one time impressed me that we are not to live by our feelings, but to live with our feelings. And that's not an easy thing to do. Such beautiful words. Thank you for sharing. Other people. Where am I going? They're, you're pointing to somebody else. I don't know if I can do that. Anybody from your group? <laughs> Any from? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't feel comfortable making people share right here. So, uh, Other people, any, any, anything you would like to share? I came to this corner. This corner is not, uh, not loving the attention right now. So we'll go. All right, we'll go. <laughs> we'll go back to... <laughs> I go to Chrissy. All right. I'll just share that um, when we had to do this and I couldn't remember much of what was shared, it's just a good reminder that as families, we need to not just listen on Sunday, but we have to talk about it throughout the week and like remember what we're learning. Because I know like when I'm learning it, I'm like, that's amazing. That makes so much sense. I learned something, and then uh, it goes right out my brain. So just an encouragement to, I mean, we were talking about notes, um, talking, about, talking about the message in, at lunch on Sunday, um, just talking about it more than just on Sunday, listening. This idea that, that learning happens as we reflect upon it. And, and welcome God into that process of what he wants to teach us. I love that. Thank you. 
maybe one more person, and then we'll transition to the next part of our Mindy has something. I think I've just really loved how, um, oh, really? Yeah, except <laughs> Brennan's big enough that no one makes him stand up. Um, so I just, I think what I really love is that um, it's really put a spin on it to think about how Matthew, in the middle of this, you know, we talk about where we are in the story and where he is in the story is he's talking to these Jews. And so he tells it in a way that they can hear him, and it means a lot to, what, to the point of them. And so I think when I'm sharing the gospel with one person, I'm going to tell it one way, but not because I'm telling a different gospel. Like, so if I'm talking to a 15-year-old girl, I'm not going to tell it kind of in the same way that I'm going to tell it to a 60-year-old man. And I think Matthew kind of gives you permission to do that. He tells, like we were talking about, the genealogy is different than the genealogy that's in Luke. Well, it's because one of them starts with Adam and one starts with David. And it's a different audience. So I don't know. It's just an encouragement to me to be like, yeah, it matters who the audience is and it's told for us, but it's also told in an original way. And um, it's really powerful. It was a really powerful way to tell it. And it keeps coming up. Like I have never read Matthew th with these things in mind. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's so empowering what you just talked about here. So we don't have to do it like exactly this way. We can keep our audience in mind and use it in a way that is going to best reach them. I love that. All right, we're going to welcome Al up here to, uh, thank you everybody. You can return to seats if you want, or you can hang with your new friends. Either way, it's your call. Al is going to lead us in communion. <laughs> 